So what's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to another installment of Honor, Kings and Sons TV. This is your host, Darian Jones, and I'm super excited to come to you guys uh, another time, another episode. I'm here on this platform. Uh, shout out to all of those who following me. There's uh, places you can follow me. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Honor Kings and Sons, all together. You also can follow my uh, apparel page, which is uh, at HKS underscore apparel. And you also can follow me on different platforms like LinkedIn, um, obviously YouTube. Um, there's going to be a lot of platforms that I'm going to be sending all of my uh, material to over the course of uh, the remainder of the year. You know, I'm just uh, so blessed to um, be at this, you know, point in my life where I can really just, you know, uh, give all that I have uh, to my listeners and those that's been rocking with me. So I'm super excited to uh, just be a part um, of something big uh, and, and really just, you know, say to myself, like, I can do this and make it happen. So really, man, um, you know, I've just been here. I've had my notepad. You know, I've been writing notes. You know, I like to write notes uh, before I'm about to shoot. Um, I like to prep. Um, you know, I want to make sure, um, you know, I'm in the zone. And, uh, yeah, man, I'm, I'm just super excited. You know, I, I, I don't sometimes I don't even know what I'm going to talk about or I have a long list of topics. I don't even know which one to choose. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, you know, if I if I ever bring up a topic and you guys really, really like it, you know what I'm saying? Like, leave comments. Like, let me know, like, man, what you talked about, I'm feeling it. I want to hear more. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I'm down to, like, like, you know, dialogue with people, you know, go live and have conversations with people. Like, I'm, I'm down to do it. You know what I'm saying? And, and I can't wait to get to the point where I start interviewing people um, and just dialoguing with different individuals from around the world, you know, not just in the, the city that I live in, you know, all around the world. I'm super excited, you know, to, um, to, to get into that. So let me tell you, man, um, I decided that, you know, to on this episode, I was going to, you know, um, uh, talk about something that, uh, quote, unquote, uh, is uh, a hot topic, like legit. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, um, it's something that, you know, in the culture and in the world, you know, everybody's been been talking about it uh, back to back to back. And it's about definition. It's like, like, what exactly is this? What are we looking at? You know, um, I referenced Dave Chappelle uh, when he did his special, The Age of Spin. You know, he said that we live in the age of spin where we don't even know what are we looking at. Um, so I titled uh, this topic, it's called Definitions Needed. We live in a time where we need to know what we're looking at and we need to know what is what. Uh, 
We got the cancel culture. That cancel culture is insane. You know, every five seconds, you know, somebody's getting canceled um, for what it is that they're doing, what it is that they believe in, if it's a popular, if it's unpopular, you know, uh, we got the cancel culture happening. Um, you know, we got people that uh, are being neutral um, on certain situations. You know, we got people, when it comes to relationships, it's the age-old argument, what are we? You know, two people get in a relationship, whatever foundations, you know, whatever is their foundation of that relationship, they get into it, and then, you know, things happen. One thing leads to another. There's dating, then there's, there's intimate, um, you know, moments taking place. You know, for some people, the first time that they actually, like, you know, like, get intimate and have sex, it's like, okay, now we're in a relationship. You know, um, but for the man, that don't necessarily mean that. In most cases, it don't mean nothing at all in terms of, like, that being the landmark for establishing a relationship. So it's like we're in an age where there's definitions. Like we are lacking um, definition, you know. Um, and it's everywhere. It, it's, it's in social media. It's in music. It's in politics. It's in Hollywood. It's in religion. It's in everything, you know. It's like what what is it that I'm looking at? What is this? You got to put definitions, man. You know, this is this is the new era where it's like make it make sense. You know, people ain't just gonna people not just gonna do just to do anymore. You know, that that era has died a horrible death. But people, you know, just they just not gonna do that. Like, um, prime example, I remember I was on LinkedIn and I was reading this article and um the literally the post said that we should ban unpaid internships and I was like man why or I, I wanted to read more into it to see where this is coming from and the truth be told is uh you know we've had so many things happen we've had um you know things like COVID take place and you know the opportunity for people to work from home you know we've had um you know like uh things like fi financial crisis where you have the banking. Banking is horrible. I think uh, I posted an article last week when $75 trillion was removed from the Federal Reserve and uh, more withdrawals. People are just pulling money out of banks, you know, um, people liquidating their assets, people transferring their stuff to, you know, um, their offshore accounts, their insurance policies, people, you know, uh, doing different things like that. They try to protect themselves from when, like, there's more market crashes and more economic crisis. So it's like, you know, um, people ain't just going to, you know, work for nothing no more. Like, you put up this job description, like, where is the money? You know, so if an internship is posted and they say, oh, um, you know, you're going to get experience. You're going to get an opportunity if you do this. It's like, nah, man, people out here struggling. You know, uh, there is an article that also came out, and I can 
post all this information. It's just flowing through me right now. There's an article that came out about how, uh, you know, Gen Z, uh, they are no longer applying to jobs where the salary is not posted. So a lot of companies are having difficulties with their hiring managers and recruiters because some of them don't want to put the salary, but that position that they need filled, they don't have that many applicants for it because Gen Z is just not applying. So it's like, man, it's, it's definitions out here. Like, like, what is it that, like, I am doing? What is my end result? What is my outcome? Like, who are you in my life? You know, what am I supposed to do at this job? Like, these are all types of questions that are direct. And I think that we as an entire people, we're moving into an age where, like, we're going back to seeking truth. Um, and from a biblical perspective, uh, you know, uh, this is actually a good thing, you know, when so many lies have been put out there, when so many things have been said and done that has wronged wrong people and robbed people, I think it's great for everybody. doesn't matter if you believe in the same thing faith-wise. Uh, it doesn't matter you know, your race, color, creed, gender, um, everybody is moving to a place where they want to um, get the truth, you know. And uh, I think it's the perfect time to, if you were a person that was straddling the fence, you know, get off the fence and really, like, like label yourself, you know, a person that stands for the truth or a person that doesn't stand for the truth. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's kind of like, it's kind of like, I'll tell you this, like, I remember when I was in high school and I got to college, one of the things that I, and I, and I know there's a lot of guys that can uh, agree with me on this, there was this thing where, like, women were being upfront. You know, in middle school and high school, if you wanted to get with a girl, you know, like, you, you play the cat and mouse game, you know, uh, either he's the player, you know, and she's the damsel in distress, or of course you may have that one chick. She's the player, and you know you the sucker because you don't you don't know the game like that, you know. And and you know they get together and you know um, things happen, or a relationship may come out of it. You know who knows, but that's how it is in high school, middle school. When you get to college. You know, especially for me when I got to college, I I met women who was like up front, like they were coming to me, whatever type of conversation or however I got into a conversation that was even leaning towards like a relationship or or something where I was vibing with them or they was vibing with me, like I would say by if not by the first conversation for sure. By the second conversation, it was made perfectly clear from her what she wanted to do with me, how long she wanted to do it, and her making a decision if she was going to keep me around or not. And then I was just like, I, that was a huge shock for me. Because, you know, first of all, me, I wasn't, I wasn't a dude that ran game on girls when I was young. 
middle school, high school, I I was in a totally different frame of mind. I wasn't like that. Um, and even in college, I wasn't like that up until a certain point. Um, so I was like, wow, like that's crazy. You know, and now this was what, 2012? That I would say 2010. Yeah, because I graduated high school 2009. I started college 2009. So I would say, I would say 2009 and up, I started to see this. And then now it's like commonplace where it's like, you know, you got people that will straight up tell you like, like, you know, we ain't got to do X, Y, and Z. We ain't got to hold hands. This is what I want from you. This is what I'm going to give you. And, you know, it is what it is. And if something good comes out of it, okay, cool. If something doesn't, it doesn't. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, dang. Like, that was, like, one of the first times um, that I started to just see, like, cutthroat. Like, you know, I'm going to just keep it real with you. Like, this is, this is, this is what it is. Um, and then, you know, now, you know, there's so many things that have changed that narrative. Music has changed that narrative. Um, celebrities and how they handle uh, themselves have changed that narrative. Um, politics, religion, um, you know, uh, human rights, so many different things um, uh, have changed that narrative. Uh, so my thing is, is that we got to put stuff to a definite, we have to put a definition to everything. Everything needs a definition. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think in our society, one thing that we have not paid attention to for a long time is the method of desensitization. What is that? Desensitization is when you put something in front of somebody's eyes for a very long period of time. While you do that, you tell them, you tell them something about that thing over and over again. Uh, with the intent to make them believe what it is you're saying about it, right? So obviously the goal most of the time is to get them to believe something that's not the truth about what you're saying. So it's kind of like looking at the sky, and from a kid, your teacher tells you the sky is blue, but then you meet somebody um, probably when you're like in middle school and they tell you, no, the sky is really red. It's that, that blue is a shade of red. So now, you, at first, you're like, this guy's an idiot, or this person is an idiot. What are they talking about? But if they say that to you over and over and over again, at some point, you're going to sit there one day, and you're going to question, dang, is that blue sky really a shade of red? As a matter of fact, psychologically, you would even start to investigate and see how many shades of red could correspond to shades of blue. Then you'll start digging deep and saying, well, let's look at the color spectrum. Let's look at the hue. Maybe there's a coagulation of colors up there that majority of them come from red, and when they bind together, they make blue, right? And that can be right, that can be wrong, but my thing is is that it's the fact of you start to question uh, what it is that you're looking at, and you should always question what you're looking at. So that's not bad. 
But when something is factual, when something is, you know, um, absolute, and now somebody's putting something in your ear to uh, dilute what it is that you're looking at, that becomes a problem. And we see that everywhere. We see that everywhere today. Um, you know, prime example, uh, now when you go to the grocery store, you see chicken breasts, but it says with rib meat, right? So it's like, you're looking at the thing, you're like, so is this chicken breast or rib meat? How much percent of this chicken breast is actual chicken? And the other percent, how much of it is rib meat? It's like, it looks exactly like a chicken breast. So now you're digging through it and trying to figure out what part of this chicken breast is rib meat. Um, you know, this is where we are. It's like, we have to come to a conclusion that what we're looking at, is it the real thing? Who am I talking to? What am I eating? Who am I dating? Who am I married to? What is my political party really doing for me? Um, um, what is my president doing for me? Uh, it's, it's really like that now. It's really, really, really like that now. Um, if you look at what's going on um, when it comes to, like, school systems, you know, like, what, what, is, the, what, is, what, is, a, what is a real education looking like today? You know, um, is something like critical race theory so dangerous? Uh, you know, the, the, the standpoint of the LGBTQ movement and things and advances that they've made, you know, over time with rights, with lobbying for things like the workplace, um, what's being taught in schools and things like that. It's getting to a point where you know, like people are having to have seminars and heavy debates and protests and walkthroughs to really get to the point of defining, um, how would you say, defining something that we've all known for a very long time. But it's because something has been put in front of us and we've been told, no, this is what it really is. Or what you've been looking at this whole entire time, it's made up of a bunch of things. So it was never a solid thing. It was a bunch of things. Or, you know, um, it doesn't have to be this certain thing. It could be something else. We're just living in an age where we need definition. If we get to the point where we can just liquidate everything and nothing is nothing, you know, then it's a problem because even in that type of statement, like, nothing is something. You know, like, we, we have to get to the point where we're not skewing so many different lines. And I know as a faith-based person, that opens a lot of conversations. Uh, I don't even need to go into any of those type of conversations because uh, I'm pretty sure they're being had 24-7 in terms of, like, you know, uh, simple things when it comes to, even when you talk about faith, 
is heaven real? Is there a hell? Um, is 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 um, what is an actual sin? You know, like, or what is sin? Do I go to hell for uh, not believing in Jesus? Uh, does does God hate homosexuals? The list can go on and on and on and on and on and on and on, and that's just that's just within the the faith spectrum. You know, uh, I had an incident one time where I was working with a team of people, and when I was working with this team of people, I realized that everybody was easily being told what to do by people who were not experts in what this group of people could do. Matter of fact, without this group of people, every event that uh, their higher-ups wanted would have not been successful. But because this group of people didn't know how to delegate, they didn't know how to um, they didn't know they didn't know the details to all of their positions. They didn't know the details to their workspace. They didn't know the details to I guess you would say um, um, like their day-to-day workflow when they're doing these type of events. Because they didn't have that fully mapped out, things would be chaotic. I mean, I mean, like it, it was just, it was just horrible. So when I stepped in, because um, there was a situation where I had to step in and um, help out, um, and I wanted to do it because, you know, I didn't want the organization to uh, get a bad look. So when I stepped in to help, the first thing I did was start to define everybody's role. I didn't care if you were already doing it. I wanted to define everybody's role and then what everybody's role is connected to. And then by doing so, I was able to reveal to them roles that needed to be filled as a result of us having X amount of people and then X amount of things are being demanded of us and X amount of things are being neglected, and so on and so on and so forth, which is causing for poor performance at these events. So by the time I did that, I had created or came up with, I would say like five, I think probably like six or seven positions that I was like, we need a person to do this so that uh, this individual doesn't have to leave their post in order to get something done during the, during the event. Also, um, I had to do a lot of administration because the team did not have that. There was no like office aide or executive assistant or clerk so I had to create all of that and then be all of that so that they could freely do what they needed to do. And uh, it was burdensome. It was tough. But um, by the time I was done, I'd be walking in, no problems, barely any hiccups. I knew where my team was. They knew what we had to do. 
but we had meetings after the event. You know, a lot of people were getting, um, you know, praises for their uh, their good work and their good efforts. Um, if I had to heavily critique the team, I did. You know, so we could stay on point, and uh, it, it it turned out great for the time being. But it took me to apply definition. Because if you are in an atmosphere where you cannot clearly define something, you're blind. You're in darkness. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. It's dangerous. How would you feel if you are in a house and the whole entire time that you're living with people, nobody tells you who's your parents from who's your siblings? Now, you may have this innate feeling like, well, this person is older than me, and uh, this person is always paying the bills, and um, this person is always taking care of me, and this person is always going X, Y, and Z here with me because we're about the same age. Your intuition will start to make predictions or make assumptions because you'll strongly feel like, well, based on X, Y, and Z, this person does this, and they might be my parent, right? That will cause a lot of confusion. That will cause a lot of frustration. As a matter of fact, it bleeds into things like insecurities, because um, if you don't have a clear definition of who you're dealing with, what you're doing, then what happens is that opens doors for you to question your purpose on this planet. Um, you have no reason to hope. As a matter of fact, you will be hoping for so long, but until you get that answer, it, the, the longing will, will just, you know, um, allow you to continue to suffer in that state. We as human beings, we need answers. We need answers. Sometimes we're not going to get the answer that we want, or we may not ever get the answer, but it's built in us to look for one. And we, we have a better experience doing so when there are definitions to something, when there are definitions to experiences, when there are definitions to words, when there are definitions to... Um, stages in your life, when there are definitions to choices, when there are definitions to opportunities, when we have things defined, it makes it easier. Now, of course, life would not be a great, life would not be worthwhile and worth living and experiencing if everything was mapped out for us, right? And everything was defined for us. It's a journey. It's what makes it worth living. But there are certain things in this life we need definition to because it helps create a basis for ourselves as we're going out about our day. Let me tell you something. In this culture, we need definition. Don't tell me what it kind of is. Don't tell me what you think it is. Tell me what it is. And guess what? It needs to be what it is. It is what it is. 
You know, we gotta be bold and call a spade a spade. You know, in this day and age, we have to. We have to learn how to check our friends. We have to learn in love how to, you know, stand firm upon the truth. We have to learn to not be afraid um, to stand up for that. Because other than, if we're not doing so, man, we're just, we're just going to lead people astray. You know, we're going to lead people into confusion. And let me tell you, man, um, that's not cool. That's not cool. People's life is precious. Life is beautiful. Life is precious. Don't, don't allow yourself to, to be in a watered-down environment where you can't define anything. And if you're that person that you're always playing around with the truth, you're that person that you're always giving people so many alternatives so they don't have to uh, address the truth, you know, really think about what you're doing because at some point it's going to cause massive destruction. That's not cool. We want to, we want to really apply definition, you know, um, to our life, you know, where are we going, what are we doing, um, just like that age-old conversation when a, when a man gets with a woman, it's like, where are we going, where are you taking me, where are we going to live, you know, you want me, you want everything I have to offer, you know, where's the ring, and we have to apply definition, man, you know, what are we, back to that, like, you know, where is this going? It's kind of like I remember, um, like, in LeBron James, like, prime. And when I say prime, meaning, like, when he was, like, on every commercial, he was in everything. Um, he was, like, on every other meme. There was a famous one when LeBron um, is at a press conference. And um, it shows that he, he was asked a question I think the question was stupid and he just got up with his little mini briefcase and walked off right it's kind of like you know like if you're gonna sit here and waste my time you know if you're gonna sit here and and pity pat you know then I ain't got time for it you know nobody got time man we don't got time to waste anymore uh, with with these bland, blunt, vague descriptions of of what's in front of us. Like we need to keep it real, we need to call it what it is, and we need to we need to deal with the fact that um, it needs to be it needs to be known. The truth needs to be known. You know, because when the truth is not present, it's darkness and everybody's separated. You know what I'm saying? We we need to come into we need to come into the truth. Uh, for sure. So uh, that's my time, guys, for uh, this this uh, episode. Um, I try to keep it at 30 minutes. Uh, this is like, whenever I do episodes like this, try to keep it no more than that time. So um, if you guys enjoyed this conversation, you know what I'm saying, you know, leave your comments. Um, if you want a part two, let me know so that I can do a part two. <clears throat> and um, definitely subscribe to the YouTube channel. 
definitely, um, you know, uh, follow on Instagram. Um, I'm going to give everybody uh, the links. It should be, you're going to see it in the descriptions. Um, soon you're going to see uh, a lot of the merch. Um, I'm going to have it everywhere. You know, uh, Honor Kings and Sons, HKS. Uh, I did designs for, for women's apparel. Um, I did designs for any of my backpack peoples. You know what I'm saying? You in school or wherever you go, you always got a backpack. You know, um, I got hats, accessories. All of that stuff is available for you. You know what I'm saying? So support, you know, that. And uh, I appreciate everybody rocking with me. And uh, until next time, this is Darian Jones, CEO and founder of Honor Kings and Sons TV. I appreciate you guys. And uh, I'll see you next time. Peace.